All right, welcome to Let's Talk Football. Football talk brought to you by diehard football fans like yourselves. With your host, Joe C., I am Sam Burton, and we are here to talk about the latest and greatest in the football world. Here we go, the inaugural episode. Sweet. All right. So All right. I'm pumped, bro. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into it. We're going to talk about free agency, free agent quarterbacks, quarterback Absolutely. situation. Yep. Let's do it. All right. Well, let's get to the top of the list. I think the top of the list is uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, how could you not? <laughs> All right. So where do you think it's going? Me personally, I mean, you can't ever re- rule out the return to New England. But wh- with what I've been feeling with Brady, honestly, ever since they had that issue back in, uh, I want to say it was 2016 or 2017, where there were those strange rumors with Belichick going to the Giants. Um, I feel like Brady and Belichick feel like that they've proven everything that they possibly can together. And I think the only step left for them is to prove they both want to prove that they can do it without the other. Not to mention that the Patriots are reportedly only going to offer Brady $25 million for this year coming up. And with just the resume that he has and the amount of cap room with some of these other teams, I think he's going to get offers through the nose that he's just going to you know, be too tempted to leave. Uh, I think that the two top options for Brady to go to are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who obviously have a weird quarterback situation with Jameis Winston. Um, it's possible that they could keep him as well. More on that when we get to Jameis. Uh, but the other one out there is the Raiders. Um, I know that John Gruden is not sold on Derek Carr. Uh, I mean, I think he's crazy for that personally. But also, he's he's notorious for hating new young quarterbacks. And what better for John Gruden than to be paired with Tom Brady and to try and make a run in Vegas? What do you think, bro? That's interesting. I think uh, I think you're right with the Raiders and Tampa Bay. Even as I think Tampa Bay is even a more intriguing option for Tom Brady to go. Oh, absolutely. Think if, about those weapons. Yeah, the weapons. Uh, you know, you got a good defense. They were playing top of the league at the end of the year last year. Yep. Todd Bowles, Bruce Ar- Bruce Arians, good uh, veteran coaching staff. They've had sac- success together in. Uh, in Arizona when they were, when they were trying to make that run with Carson Palmer, same thing. They can try and revive the career. I mean, I know Brady can't really say revive his career, but you know, it was a really down year for them. Uh, and you were starting to feel like that dynasty in new England is really over. Um, and I think that this could really be the nail in the coffin here this off season. Yeah, certainly with the weapons Tampa has, and they, they certainly have the cap space uh, before they make any moves they've got around yep. Four million worth of space. The Raiders have around fifty-seven million before they make moves. So I, crazy, you know. They both they both have the money to sign. Yeah, and I mean, I've heard that they uh, that the Bucks front office has put out. Uh, I, I want to say that it was Monday or Tuesday of this week that they want to be all in on Tom Brady. So I mean, and that's coming from their front office. So that's a whole lot better than these crazy speculations we've been hearing the past couple of weeks about Brady to the Giants. Or Brady to the to the Niners to upend Garoppolo again. I, right. I, I just think that that those are just a pipe dream, and this is much more of a realistic landing spot for Brady. Right. All those rumors are are a product of people having a lot of time in the off season, nothing going on. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, what else is there to do this season? So, um, but I, I, I think Bruce Arians definitely. There's a lot of uh, Tampa makes a lot of sense. Bruce Arians likes the veteran quarterback, yep. um, you know. So there's a lot there that makes sense. You got the weapons, Mike Evans, you know, the tight ends. You, so that makes a lot oh, of. Sense. Don't don't sleep on Chris Godwin either. I mean, he yeah. he had better numbers than Evans this past year. So, yeah, well, I, I mean, I, as much as you know, me myself being a diehard Atlanta fan, it might pain me to play Brady twice a year. But you know, I mean, if we put him on the ground a couple times, I'm a happy camper. Payback for that Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, I tend uh, to think uh, 
I, I kind of think Tannehill's – or Tannehill. <laughs> I kind of think the options where Brady's going to go are – I think he's staying in New England, to be honest with you. I don't think there's two. I think the, you know, the percentages lean towards him returning to New England or Tennessee. Tennessee I, I don't see Oakland being a destination he would want to go. I don't think Oakland's a very good team. Well, at his that, age, but remember, it's not Oakland anymore. It's Vegas, baby. Vegas, Vegas. Think, Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, his his model wife. I mean, you know, come on, Vegas Strip. Ah, I yeah. mean, it's it's tempting, and they and you would think that the organization would want to make a big big splash to try and you know step up in that new uh in that new fan base and try and really establish themselves there in Nevada. So I mean, it, it's possible. I mean, what what's a bigger splash this this off season than Brady? Well, it makes sense. Perfect sense for the Raiders. I just don't think it makes sense for Brady. I think Brady needs a ready-made team. He's, you know, he's 42, 42. Yep. He needs to, he needs to be on a team that's ready to win now. Yeah. I don't think the Raiders are that team, especially playing in the division with the Chiefs. You know, why would you want to go into a division and try and compete against Patrick Mahomes to try to take the division down? Just to compete uh, um, against garbage. Well, no, that's, by every year. That's, that's definitely I, true. And I mean, you know, I mean, Bro, you know my you know my personal opinion of Brady, and definitely that's uh that's that's a that's a talk for another day. But you know, I mean, he's had a gimme division his whole career. If he has, to, if he wants to prove something to somebody, you know, if he feels like he needs to prove that he can do it without Belichick, I mean, what's what's more tempting than trying to knock off the top young guy that has really stolen Brady's thunder? I mean, the last 20 years, you listen to any ESPN or any Good Morning Good Morning Football, any of that stuff, it's all Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. And now it's starting to be more Patrick Mahomes. And, I mean, it's the same thing that when uh, Brady came up and he pushed Brett Favre out of the limelight. And some of that just it, – it, it, to me, I think that if you've got something to prove and you're Tom Brady and, you know, you don't want to just rest on the laurels of six rings – Hey, you know, why not go after the best? I mean, yeah. yes, I definitely I definitely get what you're saying there, man. Uh, you know, uh with the Raiders not really being a uh championship caliber team, I could see that where you're saying, but the thing that they do have over the Bucks and honestly over the Patriots is they've got a much more stable offensive line um and if you're looking at, you know, Tom Brady in his 40s here, you know, possibly playing till his mid forties on this contract, who knows how long that they're going to try and make an approach on that. Um, you know, you want to, you want to bring, bring yourself to a place that you're going to stay upright. Yeah. You got yeah. a good point. No, you make a good argument. I mean, I still think he's going back to new England, but he's yeah. waiting a little, I can, I can see. You know, I, I won't, I won't be surprised if he goes back to new England. I mean, you know, me personally, of course, I'm going to, I'm going to rag on him if he does, but Hey, that's just me. So, all right. So if Brady, so under that scenario, let's go with that scenario. Brady mm-hmm. signs elsewhere. Okay. okay. Yeah. And take who, who's New England signed to take his place. Well, New England's in a weird position with that. You know, they have, they have the ability because, you know, they, Belichick, Belichick obviously hasn't been pay, paying guys through the nose, so they don't really have a whole bunch of those big albatross contracts. If they want to try and take uh, somebody young in free agency, that's that's definitely a possibility. Or they can sit and wait in the draft and you know have someone like Jalen Hurts fall right to them. And you know Jalen Hurts has been getting some of these comparisons to a Lamar Jackson, where you know that might with you know Jackson's last season. I mean that was just out of this world. It might kind of push that, you know, New England to try and do this whole new NFL uh, system here where you want to win on with a guy on his rookie deal and stack the team around him. All right. Yeah. I mean, so actually getting back to Brady, where where did you say he's going? You think it, you think it's Tampa or Oakland? Yeah, one of the two. Um, you know, I that's it's tough for me because of Winston being such a wild card and Derek Carr as who he is. And, you know, if that could go either way here, if Brady does go to the Raiders and it pushes Derek Carr out of his spot, I think that a big landing spot for Derek Carr could be the Bucks, or, uh, I mean, um, could be going to the Bucks and looking at something like that. If they decide to move on from Winston, I'm much higher on Derek Carr than, uh, than John Gruden is obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think, uh, yeah. So, 
But so at the end of the day, I think that's what you know. I'm I'm going with Brady going back to New England. And okay. This is just this is just for. I think we should keep score. Everybody out there is going to want to know. Hey, does this guy know what the fuck he's talking about or what? I think we should keep score. All right, bring it on, man. Absolutely, I love a little friendly competition. We get a track record going over the course of our careers, and uh, you know, see how how much we really know. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. So, to me, I think my next my next one to me feels like one of the most locked in concrete um, projections that I have in this off season. And one of my personal favorite guys in the NFL, I think, was really underrated his entire career. I know um, you call. Yep. You, yeah, I'm sure you do. Philip Rivers. Where do you think? All right. Well, <clears throat> I was initially thinking that the lead lead team for Philip Rivers is going to be Tampa Bay. I think weather environment like he's used to. Um, but okay. apparently, all the reports now are that the Colts are in the lead for Philip Rivers services, which they were one of my teams. I think the top three teams I had for Philip Rivers were Buccaneers, Colts, and Bears. All teams feel okay. are ready to compete and aren't totally situated at the quarterback position. I know the Colts have Jacoby Brissett, but you know, you saw he got his chance last year and you know, I don't think like I don't think he stepped up and and proved that he's the man to take the team to the next level. Oh, I agree. I if if I'm Indy, I don't have any faith in Jacoby Brissett. And apologies to Jacoby, but you know, I, I just don't. I he's to me, he is a top tier backup quarterback. I don't really think he can be the man. You know, maybe he'll have himself a renaissance season like Case Keenum had with his last year with the uh, with the Vikings a couple years ago. But I, I don't see him being the man anywhere. I don't see a team saying, I want to pay Jacoby Brissett $30 million a year to be my franchise guy. Yeah, not. <laughs> um, in fact... You know, honestly, um, I'll tell you, I think that Rivers to the Colts is my number one. And I think that that's a lock. I, I I'm feel I feel more confident about Rivers to the Colts than I do about almost anybody on the free agent list for quarterbacks uh, not named Dak Prescott. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm telling I think that Rivers to the Colts is tailor made on both sides. They got a great line to keep him up. They've got T.Y. Hilton, who's still extremely productive in his, you know, even though he's getting up there in years. And with where the Colts sit at 13 in the draft, that's it, uh, they they're going they're almost guaranteed to have a top shot at uh, Jerry Judy or C.D. Lamb or bring Rivers another really attractive option there where they can make a serious run. I think that they're a quarterback away, and with a with a solid draft here. Uh, Philip Rivers gives them a real chance to win, and I love that. You know, I mean, I I know how Eli Manning didn't want to go to the Chargers because you know Archie told him that he'd never win if he went there. And I feel like Rivers has been a um, been in a perennially bad situation with the Chargers, and this is his opportunity to go revive his career, get that championship, and show everybody that he belongs in can. Yeah, agreed. I think uh, I think I'm leaning with the Colts. I think. You yeah. Know, and now know. with that, with that, the Colts should hold on to Jacoby Brissett because he's super cheap. And wait and see if you get one of those injuries in the in the preseason, which of course you never hope for, of course. But you know, if you if you're the Colts, you can afford you can afford to hang on to to Brissett there and, you know, wait and see if somebody needs to pay through the nose to get a quarterback to fill in while somebody's hurt. Um, you know, like, like, uh, Sam Bradford a few years ago where he was traded away for a bucket load of picks just because, you know, Philly was sitting on multiple quarterbacks and they had the ability to deal them off. Uh, that's what I would do if I'm sitting, if I'm sitting in the Col- in the Colts, uh, in the Colts front office, and I, I really think that they have a chance to knock it out of the park this offseason, make themselves real contenders. Yeah, I agree. So I think we have, for me, I've got Rivers going Colts, Bucks, Bears, but Colts number one. I like it. my choice. So I think uh, that being said, um, the next guy I was going to get into, uh, it doesn't, uh, it makes sense now, I guess, to get into it. You got Brady going to Tampa, right? So, yep. 
Where's Winston going? Five thousand yards. Oh yeah, the 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 inaugural member of the thirty thirty club, thirty touchdowns and thirty picks. Ugh. I I mean I I'm really touchy about Jameis Winston. I I mean, Listen, I, I know that. I want to ask you something before you get into it. Okay. I know that he's got eye surgery, right? He recently had LASIKs, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, what it what did it do for Wild Thing when he got his glasses? You know what I'm talking no. about. You know where I'm going with this. Major. Baby. No, I, you you think that Winston's going to get his vision corrected, and all of a sudden he's going to lead the league in uh, in passer rating <laughs> and throw four picks in a season. Hey, I, you know what? I mean, he is a former number one overall pick. You know, I mean, he threw for scout, scouts put him there for a reason. Um, you know, it, it's it's strange because. Last year, Bruce Arians comes back out of retirement specifically because he wants to work with Jameis Winston. Um, so thinking about that, I was pretty set on Winston going back to the Bucks because, you know, it, it's only been one year with Arians and he feels like he has the ability to unlock this guy's potential. Why not? But after that report that said that they want to go after Tom Brady and that they're all in, quote unquote, you know, it it tells me that they're not going to pay Winston. They're going to push him out the door. Um, to, to me, Winston can go to a team that is flush with cap space and wants to take a flyer on him or try and pair him with a, with a young guy and let him sit kind of, um, you know, a situation where they're not in love with somebody or they're not sure if who they, you know, if they can get a quarterback or the quarterback that they have is the guy quote-unquote the guy uh Winston and you know I I also have kind of Marcus Mariota in this situation I know they're from the same draft class too ironically but I I kind of have them both uh looking at options one of them to go to the Jaguars uh you know I mean Jaguars with the the Minshew mania coming out you know that that was a I mean it was an interesting up and down season and if I'm them I want to put my faith in him because I I want to like Gardner Minshew but, I mean, having somebody with some real experience behind him could be a viable option, especially since Minshew being a sixth-round pick has almost nothing in salary so they can afford to take on something like this if they can get rid of Nick Foles. Right. Yeah, I just don't think they're going to get rid of Nick Foles. I think they're going to let Foles and Minshew battle it out, and I don't think they're going to want to pay you know, what it's going to cost to get a Mariota which, you know, I don't think is going to be a lot, but he's going to want to be the backup. If not, I think he's going to want to be, have a chance to start, you know, but if that's not going to come, he's going to want to basically get backup money. And I don't know. I, I just oh. don't see him carrying three quarterbacks, even though Minshew doesn't cost a lot. You know, you've yeah. got three guys possibly there trying to, you know, fight it out to. I mean, you never know. I mean, look at Blake Bortles left Jack left Jacksonville and got pushed into a backup role with the Rams. I mean, you know, it, sometimes these things happen. I mean, you know, yeah, you have all these quarterbacks that come out every year in the first round, but sometimes you just got to, you know, admit that a guy's a bust. And I, I, I think that's what we're looking at with Marcus Mariota. Um, and, you know, if and, unless something happens with his vision, like you were saying, I, I, I think it could be the same thing with Jameis Winston. I think that that 2015 draft class could just be a bust at the quarterback position. Yeah, I, th- I don't think Mariota is anything special at all. Um, yeah. yeah, so I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. You know, that one playoff run, he looked he looked pretty good in the playoffs, but it, it was just if you're going to get bent, if you're going to get benched so that they can bring in and, you know, I'm sorry if I hit any nerves here with you being a, a Miami fan. A uh, guy who's been a per- perennial disappointment in Ryan Tannehill before he got to um, Tennessee. More on that later. Um, you know, it, it's just you know sometimes sometimes you just gotta cut bait, and you know that's that's what Marcus Mariota is. Somebody that I feel like you need to cut bait from. He can be a backup viably anywhere, um, especially if they're running a system that involves a guy that can move. Like, you know, how the Cowboys are with Dak or how, um, you know, whoever's going to take. Yeah, agreed. I, I, I wouldn't touch Mary, but I, I'd rather go with a rookie that's an unknown rather than. <laughs> <to> <laughs> hey, that's you and me both, man. But I got to find a place for this guy. That's what I'm saying. So I, I, don't, I don't think he's starting wherever he goes. But 
you know, that's that's my thought. A team like the Jaguars who could use a steady backup. I'll tell you where Mariota would be good. Mariota would be good as the Eagles backup because you can't trust Wentz and they need a decent backup. They need somebody that could possibly play. And Mariota could possibly play. I'm not saying he's going to win a Super Bowl, but, you know, maybe he has that Jeff Hostetler, Nick Foles type. Hey, game. there you go. Absolutely. That's that's a that's a really good spot for Mariota. I like that a lot, Brown. All right. So on these on this fringe backup starter kind of guy, how do you feel about Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy Bridgewater. I oh, actually, I want to go back to where where we were just talking oh, about. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry, getting ahead of you, bro. Yeah, I wanted to bring up a, another another guy for you to think about, Andy Dalton. Ah, yes, the Red Rifle. What do you think? I think that's a good spot for him. Yeah, uh, like I was telling you before we started uh, started our podcast today, um, I, I think that there is a 0% chance that Andy Dalton is mentoring a rookie quarterback a, in Cincinnati. I, I just don't think that that's in his um, shtick, I guess, as, a, as who he is. I don't think that he's a complimentary guy. I don't think he's the kind of guy – that is willing to sit and mentor a guy like Eli, uh, you know, before he retired, he, he wanted nothing to do with mentoring a guy. And you know what? I, I get it. These guys are super athletes who have been told their entire lives that they are special and they just don't want to be anything other than the man. Um, Andy Dalton, I, it's going to be hard for him to find a starting gig, but you know, Tampa, Going with Tampa, he, it's a he. That's a possible landing spot. Okay, let's yeah. see. I mean, you got Brady, you've got Brady going there, but if Brady doesn't sign Tampa, uh-huh. right, I think Tampa wants to move on from Winston, and Bruce Arians likes veterans. Yep. If if they can't get Rivers because he goes to the Colts, what other veterans are out there? You got Bridgewater, you got Dalton. Because I got Tannehill staying with Tennessee. So do I, bro. I mean, I I think that they love him, and it's a perfect fit for him. You know, it pushes that whole um, thing that we were hearing during the season of Brady going to play for Vrabel um, out the window. But I think that that's the best move for the Tennessee Titans. If they can keep Tannehill, if they can bring back Derrick Henry and try and recapture that magic that almost uh, put them into a Super Bowl, honestly, if it wasn't for the Chiefs just being, you know, so utterly dominant in the second half. They don't have a ton of cap space, but they've got to sign Derrick Henry. They've got to sign Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. You got Jack Conklin on the line that they've got to sign. I mean, they're not going to be able to sign all no. of them. And I'll tell you, what, Ryan Tannehill, being a Dolphins fan, Ryan Tannehill will give them a team-friendly contract because he's not going to get a starting a starting job anywhere else in the league right now. As it stands with all the teams where they're situated at quarterback, he's not getting a starting job. Starting Only job. starting job, I'll tell you, that he might get would be if Tom Brady went somewhere else, Tannehill will go to New England and they would sign him. And they would freaking dominate and win the Super Bowl just because <laughs> yeah, right? he played for well, <laughs> well, you know me. I think I think uh, Bill Belichick can win with a coffee cup at quarterback. And uh, Tannehill is definitely more than that if he plays anything like what he played last year. Oh, man. Yeah, that's 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 a good that's a good backup, but I, I feel like Tannehill to the Titans is a very uh, a very Lock. safe but educated decision to make there. And if they don't bring him back, or at least make a very solid effort to bring him back, uh, they're crazy. Yeah, no, it's to me it's a lock. I, I don't feel like you know every year when you're talking about free agency throughout the league, whether it's quarterbacks or just you know the top players. There's all these thoughts. There's all these theories that this could happen and this might happen and this might yep. happen. And when it comes down to it, most of the stuff doesn't Of course. Happen. Of course. Pretty much. Well, but, I mean, know. when's the last time you saw a free agency year with 10 quarterbacks that are solid guys who have been starters in the league before, who have been to playoff games, who have been, you know, who have uh, established track record like this. You know, a few years ago, I, I mean, we were all losing our collective minds that, uh, that, um, oh, geez, Kirk Cousins wanted to make, you know, put himself out there on the free agency market and do that kind of thing. Now, all of a sudden, we've got all these guys out here. It, it, it this offseason has the potential to just completely reshape the NFL dynamic. 
And I think I, I for one, am really interested to see how this plays out next week. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's I'm, I can't wait to see how it plays out. But in the end, I feel like it's it's there's not going to be a lot of movement. there's going to be some movement. You know, there's going to be make some waves are made. Yeah. In the end, I don't think it's going to be, uh, you know, earth shattering. Well. Like Steve, that now that's one of those bets we got to make, bro. That's that's uh, that's one of those things you want to keep score. I'm I'm telling you, I think that there's going to be some serious moves here. Oh, listen, listen. If if Tom Brady, like you said, you think Tom Brady's going to Tampa? If that happens, then you've won because that's all. That's the one move. That's that's Earth. That's oh, absolutely. If he leaves New England. Then what? Then the whole. <laughs> shake up yeah. and happen. It's not well. I mean, you gotta be you gotta and... be pulling for it in Miami. I mean, you know, I know Brady always falls on his face in Miami, but you know, I mean, that division has just been a gimme for the last twenty years. I'll tell you why I'm not. I'll tell you why. Okay. I'm not. This is why. You just said two minutes ago, Bill Belichick can win with a coffee yep. cup, coffee yep. can. Yeah. That's why I'm not because I agree with you. I think. He's going to get a good quarterback in there, and they're going to play well, and they're still going to be a good team. And you know what? Tom Brady's 42, 43 years old. He looks like a broken-down old man. He still has some skills, but uh, he does not look no, the same. No, you're right. And you're he's right. not going to the whole season, and it takes one hit, and he's not going to play the same. When Dan Marino played, his last game, the last game he won was a playoff yep. game. Wound up getting hurt, pinching a nerve in his neck. Nobody knew. Next week, they come out to Jacksonville. And the man can't barely throw the ball. They lose the game 62 to 7. That's all it takes. And Tom Brady's 43 years old. TB 13, TB 12, whatever it is, he's going to get hurt. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Look I agree. Him. You know, he's he is always – I've always been interested because even though you knew the outcome before the game even started, I've always found uh, Patriots against the the Bills to be a – hugely entertaining matchup because the bills have just historically been really aggressive with the blitzing, especially when Rex was there. Jeez. I mean, you know, they put Brady on the ground and when Brady went to the ground, he became a different guy. You know, you you saw him get like kind of shaky and jumpy when he, when he gets hit. And if you go to the bucks and you don't have a great line and you're waiting for plays to develop because you've got these big time receivers that, you know, aside from Randy Moss, he really never had in New England. And you're waiting for these big plays to develop. You get put on your back a little more, you know, it, it's uh, it, it's crazy. You know, it, it, you, you could see a system where Brady is would be completely foreign to Brady, where it's not just predicated on dump off passes. You know, it, it could change the whole landscape of how he plays. And, you know, I mean, and in my thought, it could expose him for what he is. So I get that. I get what you're saying about, you know, just wanting to see the the Patriots empire fall apart with him all in one place. Yeah. And I, I agree with what you're saying, too. I, I saw some of that um, Peyton Manning-esque regression. And, you know, where, you know, the like like Peyton's last year, he could barely throw the ball. And, I mean, he, he won with his brain and he won a Super Bowl and great for him. You know, I, I was happy to see him go out that way. But, you know, it, it's – I mean, Brady could be one of those guys like Peyton that won with his brain. He's a smart guy. I give him that. But, you know, it, it, you're right. He can't throw the ball 40 yards anymore. And, you know, maybe, maybe in Miami your best chance is to see – Brady fall apart and that franchise not get a young guy uh, in time and stumble. But I mean, if I'm you, bro, I mean, a little off topic. If I'm you, I'm a little more worried about Buffalo this year than I am about New England. That's just me. Yeah, Buffalo's a good team and they just seem like they've got what it yeah. takes. Yeah. Beat my- I'm a believer. <laughs> I'm a believer in Buffalo. I don't know if they're going to go to the Super Bowl, but I'm a believer. Okay. So, on that note, uh, let's take a quick break. Absolutely. All right. So, that wasn't a long break, right? No, not too bad. All right, so let's uh, let's let's do a little recap just to make sure you know we we kind of bounced around a little bit in the in that first half of the show here. so we talked about Brady. I had said Bucks or Raiders. You had said Patriots was the return. 
uh, Brady. Uh, we talked about Rivers. We both kind of agreed on the Colts. You gave a couple backup options with the Bucks and the Bears. Um, we talked about Jameis. If they do go for Brady, I had said that he was going to leave the Bucks. I said I kind of put him and Mariota together, uh, Jacksonville as a interesting spot for a backup, you know, provided they get rid of Nick Foles, which I think they're trying to do. Uh, where were you on that again, bro? With the with Winston and Mariota. Well, with Mariota, I think a, a a good spot for him would be backing up Wentz in Philadelphia. Oh, okay, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, it's a good with, spot. With Winston, I'm all over the map. I think he could go, and if you know, I think he could go almost anywhere. I think I could see him going to the Colts. I could see him, you know, competing with Jacoby Brissett if yep. the Colts didn't get Philip Rivers. I could see. Winston possibly going to the Bears. I can mm-hmm. see him going to the Raiders. I can see him going back to the Bucks. Okay. So. Yep. So Winston is the true wild card. And yeah, like like you said uh, before, it really does, for me, it would be very dependent upon his vision. If I'm signing him for any kind of money whatsoever, I, I, I want to know that he's not going to throw 30 picks again because that, that was just bad. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's tough to build around when you're just giving the ball away. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, and we th- we also talked about Tannehill. We both agreed that the Titans were the best the best possible landing spot for him. You also threw in New England there if he had left. If Brady left, yeah, it's yeah, good. yeah. Okay. So, uh, I'd say the next the the next biggest name on this list is got to be Dak Prescott. Yeah, which I feel like is the the lock. I feel like he's, you know, he doesn't have another spot other than Dallas. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I, I also hear that, you know, Jerry Jones is on him and they're, they're the number that we've heard thrown around. I think it was Schefter said that they were looking at an offer of $33 million a year at average annual value. Um, which, I mean, that's, that's good. That puts them right up there with, you know, uh, I, I think that actually leapfrogs Matt Ryan's deal. Uh, that's pretty close with Aaron Rodgers territory, I want to say. So, I, I mean, I, I know Dak was looking for a little more than that, but honestly, you know, this is this is kind of more than he's worth. So he'd be crazy not to take it. I agree, absolutely. Goodness, <laughs> more than he's worth by far. Yeah. Would you? Would you? I'll put it th- put it to you like this. I don't want him on the Dolphins. <laughs> no, no, no. Simple as that. Okay. Yeah, and I mean that's that's saying something with a team that hasn't been settled at quarterback in quite a while. You don't even want him. Oh, I'd rather go with the unknown. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So that that was a pretty quick slam dunk right there. All right. So, something that's a little less uh, less of a slam slam dunk. Uh, I, I tried to touch on it a little earlier. Um, what were what were we uh, gonna do with Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy Bridgewater. <clears throat> That's right. He wants to. He wants to start. So, yes, yes, he does. You know, I think it's 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 one of those spots. If the Colts don't go, if the Colts don't get Philip Rivers, I think he would compete with Jacoby Brissett. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, I don't think I don't think he'd want to go to the Eagles. You know, he could, he doesn't, that wouldn't be an open competition. So I would think that. Well, I mean, it, it, based on Carson Wentz's career so far, bro, I mean, it almost guarantees him playing time in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, actually, I think, I think it would make a lot of sense for him to go to Chicago. You know, Trubisky, he's not, he's not entrenched as the number one starter. I think, you know, those guys, he could compete and he's got a great team, a great defense. You know, it's something that he could actually step into and play and possibly be in a playoff run. That is exactly where I had Teddy Bridgewater going, bro. Number one choice for me is to go to the Chicago Bears. They are the definition of a quarterback away. Um, I mean, you know, of course, you could always use some more weapons. Um, You know, Allen Robinson is kind of just doing it all over there. Uh, Turbo Taylor, uh, Taylor Gabriel is, um, you know, kind of a complimentary piece. Um, Anthony Miller, Riley Ridley, they're kind of more just contributors. They could use another man, but that defense, man, that defense, Khalil Mack, 
making noise in the playoffs. I mean, that's just it. If they have a solid guy in Teddy Bridgewater, who's still really young, I think he's still only like 26, 27, something like that. I mean, that that's just that's a perfect spot for him. I, I'm going Chicago. I feel pretty confident about it. Yes, sir. And I mean, especially since if we're talking about Bridgewater, you got his running mate, Drew Brees, last year on the Saints. I mean, everything is said, you know, I, I'm, you know, before I even, you know, get to asking you where you think he's going to go. I mean, he has all but said that he is coming back to the Saints. So, I mean, it's it's almost unfair to even include him in projections. But uh, I don't in my mind. He's going yeah. to this. Yeah. You know, so, so if Breeze comes or if Breeze goes back to the Saints, Teddy's got to start. So he's got to go somewhere else. And I, like like you said, bro, I think Chicago is a slam dunk fit for him. Yeah, I agree. We're in lockstep there. All right. Well, who who else do you want? Who do you want? Who do you want next? I've been pitching them to you. What do you got? Uh, hmm. who is left? We've covered covered the majority. I mean, let's get into Dalton when they cut when the. When the Bengals cut Dalton. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so you said you wanted Dalton to the Bucks, correct? Yeah, I, you know, if Rivers goes to the Colts. Right. I think uh, the Bucks. there's Arians can get his veteran quarterback in, Bruce, in Andy Dalton, you know, somebody who's not going to throw the ball away. Okay. Take care of football a little bit better than Jameis Winston. Yeah, absolutely. Dalton has always been pretty uh, pretty conservative, and the, the pick numbers haven't been – too astronomical for him, at least. Um, you know, he had he had some playoff games for the for the Bengals. I mean, you know, he's he's not as bad as you know you got a rap for. I'm gonna take a shot here, man. I'm gonna go way off the beaten path on this one. I'm thinking Dalton to the Detroit Lions. Um, you know, Stafford had that injury last year. It it, it just it really rubbed me the wrong way, and I, I've heard things that he might want out of Detroit in which case I mean Andy, Andy Dalton stepping right in there that that might be a perfect fit you know as, as somebody to just kind of move forward you know a uh, bridge gap in between the next you know guy that they find whether that's in the draft most likely uh you know a couple of years from now if they're going to try and be in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes or what have you uh Justin Fields uh but you know uh, Dalton might be the perfect guy to bridge that gap um, in Detroit. Yeah, it's it's uh, definitely a possibility. Detroit has to get somebody. I don't think you can go through the season again. And no, know, no, no, no. Stafford in the beginning of the season, and, <laughs> and I, yeah, they weren't being talked about as a team that was tanking. And then no. all of a sudden, they end up getting a better draft pick than you know Miami, who everyone criticized. They were tanking, boo hoo, tee hee, and they wind up finishing. You know, getting the fifth pick. <laughs> winning five games. So they yeah. weren't tanking. I think the front office was tanking, but. Yeah. I mean, you know, a little bit more towards, you know, what they can do. I mean, they, they are in a weird situation. It's just that injury to Matt Stafford really changed the whole, uh, the whole direction of the season for them. Cause I mean, obviously anybody who loses their starting quarterback is, you know, pretty much doomed. Um, but you know, it, it put them in the third pick. There are just so many things that they can do there or trade with other quarterback needy teams like Miami. And, you know, I mean, or they could, you know, or they could surprise us all and, uh, you know, something that we haven't been hearing at all and, you know, take a rookie. Who knows? Uh, but I, I think that Dalton is a perfect bridge gap, even if they do try and take a chance on a rookie quarterback. I, I'm I'm thinking Dalton to the Lions. The more and more I say it, I like it. So Yeah, it sounds good. Definitely makes sense. Okay, so we're we have one guy left. One guy. Um, I've got I've got two. I mean, whether you want to count Case Keenum or not, I do. Um, you know, of. he he's always uh he's he's kind of a fringe guy. You know, sort of uh like where we were saying Mariota and Winston are, who are kind of you know at this point he's kind of not really pushing for a starting job. He's just doing the uh, backup and hope that, you know, he gets playing time like, uh, like Fitzpatrick seems to do every year. Um, so with that, I threw him a random one. Um, well not random, uh, the same kind of thing. I think somewhere where you're going to take a young guy and you want a veteran backup. Um, 
I'm going with the Panthers on Case Keenum. Um, uh, they they had a they had an up and down season. They they like their their young kid that they took last year. Um, what's his name? Allen. Uh, that's terrible. We played him twice last year, and I can't even remember his name. <laughs> but they they they're kind of trying to double down from what I'm hearing, and you know, uh, Case Keenum could be you know that veteran backup that just you know is there in case things you know fall apart. All right. Um. Well, I, I think Carolina is going to stick with Cam and okay. and Kyle Allen. So I, I don't really see them, uh, <clears throat> the Panthers, as being a destination for Keenum. Um, I think Keenum is another another one of those Winston guys where he can go anywhere, um, but he's not really looking for a starter job. Okay. I, I think it makes sense for him to go to the Lions. Okay. To back up Stafford, um, the Bears possibly. Um and possibly the Eagles. Lions okay. Eagles. That's that's where I would say he would go. Okay. Any of those do make sense. The only one that um the only one that I would say is probably less likely out of those that I think would be the Bears, just because of you know, they're they got burned pretty recently with trying to pay a guy like Mike Glennon. And they had, you know, big money with him, sort of like how Nick Foles is with the Jaguars. I, I think that he would be afraid of falling into that trap again. And it's just too soon for them to take a flyer. Um, you know, I think that they uh, go back to the drawing board or take somebody a little more established with a little more promise that they think could be a starter, like I was saying with Teddy Bridgewater. But, okay, you said Cam Newton earlier on. That's the last guy I got on my list. You're staying with the Panthers, huh? Yeah, I just don't think they're going anywhere. I think with the new owner, you know, he's already got a good quarterback. Okay. Um, you know, so I think he wants to go one more year with him, see see where they can go from there. Um, I, you know, I don't think the splash is out there for him to make necessarily uh, to get rid of Cam and, and, and get somebody. Um, you know, it's possible maybe they trade up and try and get Tua, but I just don't think it makes sense for him. I think where they're at right now as an organization – you're going to stick with Cam, ride that out, and uh, and go from there. And, you know, I, I, I think they'd prefer to get Trevor Lawrence next year if possible. Okay, yeah, I, I, I've heard the Trevor Lawrence thing because you're right. You know, where they're sitting at number seven, unless they give some tra- trade capital and uh, trade up in the draft with either the Lions or the Giants and try and make a leapfrog over um, L.A. and Miami, to try and either get Tua, Herbert, Love, whoever they really, you know, think is their favorite. Um, you know, I, I get it. It's probably more of an aim for next year for them. Um, you know, but I, I don't think that he can, that they can bring Cam Newton back in Carolina. I think that it just, everything that, the way that that season transpired, I, I just think there's too much bad blood there and Cam needs a new place to go. And I think that they're going to try and get whatever draft capital they can get for him to, you know, give Matt rule some new options there in Carolina. Um, I have Cam Newton going to the chargers, just a team that, you know, it, it's, you know, they're, they've already said that they're moving on from Phillip rivers Neither one of us have said anything about the Chargers so far today or today at all. Um, you know, so we have no quarterback there. I know that they are in that spot. They could get Tua, they could get Justin Herbert, depending on what Miami does, or somebody trades up ahead of them. Um, but even if they take that young guy, having Cam Newton there, I, I think that that's a real possibility. And I've heard some buzz about it, not a whole lot. Maybe some of it's just me speculating. Um, but I, that's where I'm sending them. Cam Newton to the Chargers. Give him a couple picks. Let Matt Rule be happy and make his own team to ride or die with. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if he if he does go somewhere, I would agree that the, the Chargers would probably be his destination. Um, like you said, we didn't mention the Chargers. I feel like the Chargers are the likely destination for who, whoever's left over of all these all these backup quarterbacks. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like they're going to go quarterback in the draft. You got, I think they got the sixth pick. Um, so I feel like you know, if Miami doesn't take Justin Herbert, I feel like they're they're gonna they're all over Justin Herbert. And I don't want Miami to take Herbert. I want Tua. So 
Chargers are going to get Tua or Justin Herbert, whoever Miami. Of course. I mean, Tua, I mean, Tua is such a boomer bust guy. And I know that this is a little off of our conversation. We're talking about free agent quarterbacks today. Uh, you know, Tua... I think, uh, we finished that, you know, with the, you know, with, with talking to Cam Newton. Yeah. Much yeah. That right. And I kind of, I... With, with, with that being said, I kind of wanted to end it, end it by talking about our own team's quarterback situation. You know, what, what's Miami going to do? What's, what's the Falcons going to do? Um, okay. So, why don't, why don't we start with the Falcons? What what are you guys going to do? How old Matt Ryan's getting up there in age, isn't he? What are you guys? What are your plans for the future? Matt Ryan is currently thirty five years old. Um, he is playing at a extremely high level. You know, he's only two years removed, well now three years removed from an MVP season. Um, you know, I it's the kind of Atlanta's been a team since nineteen sixty six. They've never even had a quarterback that is touched what Matt Ryan is doing you know all apologies to Steve Parkowski or Michael Vick but you know Matt Ryan has brought success to Atlanta before Matt Ryan Atlanta had never had back-to-back winning seasons ever so I this organization is just owes too much to him they're too in love with him they're not the Super Bowl window is not closed yet although it's very small um and Honestly, he just makes so much money at this point. You, you can't cut him. You can't cut him. You can't trade him because all that guaranteed money is going to come right to the forefront. We would be so far underwater. Not that I would even want to trade him. You know, I mean, you know, would, would you tell me that I'd take him straight up for Deshaun Watson? Sure. But, you know, it, it's just Matt Ryan is the guy in Atlanta until the wheels fall off. I don't see us making a move until he's probably – 3940. Okay. How how are you feeling with Miami? Miami is the much more interesting option here, bro. You've got so many options. Where do you want to go? Yeah, you know, I've put a lot of thought into this over the course of the season, course of the end of the season, and you know, with where they stand right now, mm-hmm. they have Ryan Fitzpatrick, they have Josh Rosen. And right? I'm happy with that. A lot of fans want to get rid of Rosen so fast. I, I don't want to get rid of him yet. You know, okay. 22 years old. Yeah, and you just gave up a premium pick for him. Exactly. I understand he hasn't performed, you know, as a starting quarterback yet when he's gotten the chance, but he's playing on a terrible team every time. With the Cardinals, terrible offensive line, terrible team. With the Miami Dolphins, terrible offensive line, terrible team. Sure. Aaron Rodgers sat for how many years? Steve McNair sat for how many years? Patrick Mahomes sat. Yeah. And a chance. He's 22 years old. You got to give him a chance. So, you know, I feel like since you have Ryan Fitzpatrick and you plan on playing Ryan Fitzpatrick this season, you play Ryan Fitzpatrick. I feel like they feel like they're going to be competitive and I, they have a chance to be competitive depending on who they sign in free agency. They have the most money in free agency this year. They have the most draft picks. So you put Ryan Fitzpatrick out there. You draft a quarterback at five if you can get the guy you want. I don't want to trade up. I don't want to give any draft capital up. So okay. if somebody trades up and gets to it, then so be it. Um, if that happens, I want to go best player available. I just, I don't, I don't want Justin Herbert. I think, uh, you know, he may be successful. He may not be. I just don't think he's going to be. And so from there, I draft best player available and I go Isaiah Simmons. And, yep. uh, you know, like I said, I stick with Fitzpatrick and Rosen and we ride with Rosen we see what we got. If Fitzpatrick gets hurt, now Rosen's got another chance to prove himself. If he doesn't prove himself then, well, now you're probably picking at the top of the draft again next year and you still have two first round picks and you could pick your guy then. You know, yeah. every year a quarterback steps up in college that you haven't heard of. Nobody was talking about Joe Burrow last year. Right? Right. right. Absolutely. For that, nobody was talking about Kyler Murray. Nobody was talking about him the year before that and then he had his Heisman season and now he's propelled to the top of the draft. So, you know, yeah. somebody's going somebody's gonna, to, you know, pick up their play and you're going to get another prospect that we haven't really heard of or nobody's talking about. And so you're going to have Fields, you're going to have uh, Trevor Lawrence. And so, you, you know, I understand yes. the Dolphin fans don't want to wait. They don't want to wait. But why do you have to pick a guy that isn't going to play this year? And if that guy isn't going to play this year, then let it be Tua because he's got to continue to heal. You could 
play Fitzpatrick. Hopefully Rosen will up his, you know, his trade value by playing well, performing well, putting some good tape on film, and okay. then learns behind him. And then the next season, <clears throat> Fitzpatrick possibly retiring, you're set to go with Tua. That's that's the way I want to go. Okay. Yeah, that's a really well thought out plan. I like it. So if you're if if we were just throwing out because we were talking about draft uh, free agent quarterbacks today, you don't want any. You're not in play for Miami to go after these any of these free agent quarterbacks. Then, no. Would you oh. want Would you want any of them? Do you think Do you believe in any of them winning the Super Bowl? Um, want to build you, your team? I don't want to build my team with any of these guys, and that's where Miami is. They're building team. They have yeah. nothing basically. So when you're going to start from scratch. I'm not starting from scratch with anybody, anybody on that list, because everybody on that list is either old and needs a, a, a ready, ready to win team now, you know, ready to win now. Yeah. You know, or they're guys that failed already. They failed in their, you know, first landing spots. And now they're looking for, you know, try to revive their career and prove they can do it. I don't think any of them can do it. And since we're picking at the top of the draft, you know, give me freaking Tua. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Now the only one that I would I would trust on you know if I were a Dolphins fan and I was trying to you know build a championship caliber team, if you like put a, if you made me pick a free agent, I would say that Teddy Bridgewater could be the guy in Miami. You know he didn't wash out. You like you said you had failed quarterbacks. He didn't really fail in Minnesota. He just had that really terrible knee injury, which you know was a real scare to end his career because he started out pretty good. I mean, I know for the first season he was Adrian Peterson's, you know, the guy who handed him the ball. But, you know, look at what happened last year. You know, uh, Drew Brees goes down for eight games and Teddy Bridgewater wins them all. I mean, yeah, I get I get New Orleans is a good team, but Teddy Bridgewater could be the guy in Miami. Like you said, if you weren't picking so high, if you didn't have a Josh Rosen that you believed in or, you know. You know, like you said, if you really wanted that Isaiah, if you really wanted Isaiah Simmons, Jeff Akuda, Derek Brown, somebody like that, you know, then you could go with a Teddy Bridgewater and possibly make noise in in your season. That's a good point, Bridgewater. If you, like you said, guns in my head, if I had to pick one of them, then Bridgewater would be that guy. Okay. Well, I I think that was uh, I think that was really good, man. I I I like uh, I like where you're at. We had some we had some disagreements, but you know I, I think that'll be pretty cool to see where these guys land, and um, you know yeah, where, where we're at. See what our see what our track record looks like. Can't agree on everything, so that would be yeah. boring. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. So. so, all right, yeah, I think we'll uh, that'll do it. There is no more. We will wrap it up. Awesome. So this has been a great first episode, man. You know, um, I, I think uh, I think the points are right. I think I think we're in a good place. And um, I, I look forward to hearing more from you, bro. Yeah. Be sure to be on the lookout for our next episode when we talk about the impacts the signings of free agency will have on the league.